Hubhopper Originals. Welcome to episode 4 on the Keto Diet, brought to you by Omkar Sunalkar. Today I'm going to be talking to you about 10 critical ketogenic diet tips. Now, if you've heard the first three episodes of mine, you have pretty much you know figured out the diet, what type of food items to eat, what type of food items we should avoid. Now, what I'm also going to be telling you about is how do you keep this diet as a lifestyle? Like I said, this is not a fad diet that you can do for a month, two months, three months. We want something longer, which is why our mindset has to be that this is a way of life, right? This is a lifestyle diet. Now, to ensure that we are successful in this endeavor of ours, we have to follow a few tips and few tricks that'll make sure we don't get derailed. So number one, I'll give you a quick primer on exactly how the keto diet works. In the regular person, we're eating lots of carbs. So the pancreas then secrete insulin, which is a hormone. This hormone shuttles glucose into our cells, which then get converted into an energy form that we you know, use in our day-to-day life. Whereas if you're on the keto diet, what happens? We've dropped carbs, which means our glucose levels are low, which means our insulin is pretty much stable. There's no spike. Now, we are also utilizing the stored triglycerides that get converted into fatty acids and they travel to the liver. Now, the liver then produces something called as the ketones. These ketones are used as our energy source, right? So this is exactly how the ketosis process works. So tip number one, which is very important, is to stay hydrated. As I said, as you drop carbohydrates from your diet, you are going to be losing excess water that you were carrying for all this time. In theory, one gram of carbohydrate is able to hold up to five grams of water. So on day one to day 15, our body is going to remove all that excess water, which means we could get dehydrated. So to prevent dehydration, we have to ensure that we're drinking about two to four liters of water first day. Now, a lot of people love having something like a bulletproof coffee first thing in the morning. So they'll have a coffee, a black coffee. They'll put some MCT oil or, you know, ghee. And they'll have that. So coffee is also a natural diuretic, which means we're also going to be removing water due to, you know, having this excess coffee. Now, I suggest that we have water. First thing when we wake up in the morning, I like to have about one to two glasses of water. We've slept throughout the night. We've gone to the bathroom. Our body's been digesting all that protein and fats that we've consumed in the previous day. So I ensure that I drink water as soon as I wake up. I also ensure that I'm drinking about two glasses of water with each meal of mine. I also ensure that I'm drinking water between meals. If you're doing like morning cardio or, you know, you hit the gym in the morning, 
ensure you're drinking water throughout your workout or your cardio session because you will be losing about one to two liters of water if it's an intense session to anywhere about a liter for a regular cardio session. Now drinking more water is also gonna you know, detoxify our body and it also helps our immune system. Now there are research papers that talk about you know, ensuring that you're drinking adequate water and I'm not saying drink like 10 liters of water. I'm saying, you know, drink enough water. Now, while you're drinking water, make sure you always have a clean bottle with you. A lot of times, you know, we end up, you know, utilizing the same bottle over and over again. And it is a source of bacteria. So ensure it's a clean bottle. Now, something that new research is talking about is intermittent fasting. Now, this is something that I've tried and I recommend eight hours eating window and a 16 hour fasting window. Now, what this does is that as you're eating in those eight hours, your satiety levels are high and you are not really feeling hungry. The 16 hours that you're actually fasting, what's going to happen is your body is going to make sure that the insulin doesn't even spike because you haven't had anything to eat for those 16 hours. Plus, the growth hormone secretion increases or it's claimed to increase with intermittent fasting. So as we grow older, the amount of growth hormone that our body produces you know, reduces. So incorporating a intermittent fasting with the keto diet is giving people you know better results and i can attest to that based on my personal experience with intermittent fasting so a decent 16 hour window is max that you should aim for if you're a beginner i would recommend you know 12 12 so you know half you know 12 hours fasting 12 hours eating window and then as you're able to control your mind and as you're able to fight that feeling that I want to eat something, right? Then I would recommend, you know, going up to 16 hours. We could do this five days a week. Two days could be regular. So that way, you know, we're giving our body time to adapt to this new style of eating. And, you know, as you start seeing the results, you are going to be super positive and you're going to be happy about it. The third thing that's extremely important is as you are losing a lot of water from your body, which also means you're losing salts from your body. Something that we talked about how to fight the keto flu. In that episode, I talk about ensuring you're having salts during that transition phase. Why is that? Because as your body excretes water, you are also losing essential salts from your body, which are super important. One of the side effects of not incorporating enough salts in your diet is you will start facing muscle cramps. And I have faced that, especially in the calf muscle. That's a clear indication that you're not having enough salt in your diet. So I suggest we can go with pink salt. Pink salt is proven to not accumulate water in the body like a lot of people have this fear that if they eat a lot of salt the water is the body is going to bloat which is true 
the body is going to bloat if you eat a lot of salt in your diet or if you're having MSG, you know, in these Chinese food, you do feel bloated the next day. So I recommend, you know, the Himalayan pink salt. Uh, you could go with any brand. Uh, it's a natural, you know, occurring salt and it doesn't give me really the side effects of bloating or my face getting puffed up uh, by, you know, consuming with each meal of mine. The fourth tip I'm going to tell you, and this is a no-brainer, is you have to get regular exercise, which means if there is any glycogen left in your liver, your body is not going to effectively produce ketones. One way to ensure that we are depleting our glycogen from our liver is to ensure that we are working out. So it could be four times a week, it could be a weight session, it could be a cardio session, but I recommend hitting the gym at least four times a week. What this will effectively do is, number one, if you're just beginning the diet, this is gonna quickly put you into ketosis, working out and depleting that glycogen that's left in your liver second we also want to burn fat now i i am a firm believer that your diet is about 60 to 70 percent of your transformation journey and you're working out or cardio or your fitness regimen is 30 percent so once you have your diet dialed in that okay this is what i'm eating i am headstrong i'm not gonna cheat i'm just gonna follow to the t what I'm supposed to eat, I suggest you now start hitting the gym because what's that going to do is that's going to accelerate your fat loss because you've just lost initially water from your body. And as your body is getting fat adapted and transitioning into the ketosis state, it's now going to start burning fat. So how do you accelerate that process? By working out, by burning more calories. So the body is going to burn more fat. So start out with four times a week, and that's gonna help you a lot. Something we also talked about is constipation. Another side effect of the keto diet is if you don't have enough veggies, you are gonna be constipated. So I recommend any natural laxative out there and you know some psyllium husk in at least two meals and lots of leafy vegetables. So that's gonna ensure that your bowel motility is like top-notch and you're not gonna get constipated. Now, for all of you gym buffs out there, you know, including me, people say you have to eat a lot of protein to build muscle, which is true. Protein is something that helps in the repair of your muscle tissues after you've killed them in the gym. Now, the body has a separate process called as glucogenesis. What this does is if you're eating excess protein that the body cannot absorb, it's gonna convert that into glucose. Wow, right? And effectively, that's gonna kick you out of ketosis. So I recommend, you know, for people who are not hitting the gym, about 0.7 times your weight in kilograms. For people that are, you know, moderate, go up to like 0.8 or 0.9 times your weight, which means if you weigh 100 kilos, you should have 90 grams of protein per day. Don't go over that. If you're like super active, hit the gym six times a week, you're deadlifting, you're squatting, you're bench pressing, and you're doing these 
you know, massive lifting sessions, I recommend about 1.4 times your weight because that's going to give you enough protein to build and repair your muscle, but it shouldn't be more because then it's going to kick you off ketosis. The seventh tip is choosing our carbohydrates super wisely. What that means is whenever you're eating something, make sure you look at the carbohydrate content. If you're eating almonds, if you're eating peanuts, if you're eating cashew nuts, make sure they're not sugar-coated or honey-coated or chocolate-coated, right? Because that's going to for sure kick you out of ketosis. Or the other day I bought peanut butter. I didn't realize it was honey-sweetened peanut butter. So that's a no-no for somebody that's on a keto diet. Even avocados. Right? We shouldn't go overgo on the avocado part because it does have carbohydrates, has more fibers. But remember, 20 grams net carbs is what your limit should be. That's your maximum limit. Don't try, you know, aiming for 20, aim for anything lower. And then there are some days where it's going to go up to like 18, 19, 20, 21, and that's fine. But if you aim for 20, you're going to go to 25, 30. Something that I've been using for over the past one year is MCT oil. Now, MCT oil primarily means it's medium chain triglycerides. Now, these are super healthy. And it's also proven that when you have MCT oils in your diet, they get quickly converted into ketones. I've been using coconut oil. And coconut oil is very similar to MCT oil because it does have a good amount of triglycerides in it, but it's not the same as MCT oil. So if you have access to an MCT oil, I suggest it's a great investment, especially when you're having your bulletproof coffee in the morning. You know, just, you know, have regular coffee, black coffee and a tablespoon of MCT oil. Now the ninth point is a very general point. And that is to keep your stress down. The body doesn't really love stress. As soon as you get stressed, there is a hormone called cortisol, which is your stress hormone. That shoots up as soon as you are stressed. What that does, it mobilizes whatever you're eating and that gets converted into fat, number one. It also helps in muscle breakdown which is why it is extremely important to try and remain calm. I know especially the lives that we live, the deadlines that we have, the challenges that we face, the bosses that we have, it's hard to keep our stress down. So I suggest find something like meditation, listening to music or anything that helps you reduce your stress. Because I never said, eliminate stress because it's just not possible in today's day and age let's try reducing our stress and another side effect that i personally face with stress is you end up eating carbs because carbs are these awesome people i just call them people who give you so much happiness so when you're eating something that i'm not going to name because all of you listening to my channel right now are on the keto diet so just think about it that when you are in stress, you're going to eat something that makes you happy. And inadvertently, that is something that is carb laden. 
loaded with carbs. So it's in our best interest to keep our stress low, as low as possible. And the last point that I have is we need to get about seven to eight hours of sleep. So it's not just the quantity, it's also the quality. So how do we improve the quality of our sleep? Number one, make sure your room is super dark. Avoid any kind of artificial lights. Don't have coffee in the night. I think that's a no-brainer, but sometimes, you know, if you're working out um, around 8 p.m., you have a pre-workout. Now, the pre-workout is laden with caffeine. That's going to keep you awake till like 2 o'clock or something. So I suggest for people who are working out post their work in the evening, try buying a pre-workout that is stimulant-free. It'll still give you all the effects that you want, but you will be able to sleep properly and avoid using your phone like 40 minutes before you go to sleep and trust me that does improve your sleep now the last two three points were pretty general you can apply that even for non-keto diet followers but here's what i believe in to have a successful lifestyle diet we have to follow all these rules and following these rules will ensure that we remain on our keto path for a long time and not just for a month and then we give up and then we gain more weight than what we started off with. So I wish you all the very best. This is probably our end of season one and I hope you all found this pretty informative. Um, you can also get in touch with me on my Instagram channel. It's called The Tech Tycoon where I also share a few tips, my transformation journey, how I've benefited from the keto diet. And I would also love to hear your feedback. So thank you once again for taking out the time and listening to me and looking forward to coming back with a bang with season two. Till then, all of you stay safe and stay on the keto diet. Love you all. I hope you enjoyed this Hubhopper original podcast. If you want to get started with your own show, please do get in touch. We'd love to have you on board. Send an email to info at hubhopper.com. That's info at hubhopper.com. And we'll get back to you in a flash. We're looking forward to creating some great audio content together.